It's RVO bitches. Bonjour. What's poppin'? This is Glory. And I'm Janae. And this is the Rich Vibes and Overdrives Podcast, okay? Ooh, you're such a bird. <laughs> going how's quarantine um you know it's been good so like i said last episode i ordered all these office supplies oh how's your office Um, coming my office is coming together they came over and we put together my desk to um i said together mad times i sound retarded excuse me that's politically incorrect i sound crazy um I was, about to, I was gonna politically correct you anyways, but it's fine. I'm glad you politically corrected yourself. Of course you would. That's good. So he's still baked. I know last week we had and bay could mean many things. Um just got- to be clear, for me, when I say bay, um bay means my man. Okay. Oh, we don't got the DJ Clue Bob yet, but oh, oh I don't have a bomb. Like, okay, bitch, your man. Okay. Um, but yeah. And yeah, the question that we asked last week was, you know, I was just trying to figure out, I think I've figured it out already for myself now. So I know the answer to my question, but I was asking, um, do you feel like you need to have a title in your relationship to manage expectations or to know how to act? And so you answered your own question. So what's the answer? I feel like you don't have to have a title. I think that actions speak louder than words. And if he's talking like your man, if he walking like your man, he acting like your man, you sucking his like that's your man, that's oh, your man, wow. girl. Oh, oh, but I've sucked dick and I don't think I thought I was in a relationship. See, the only thing you heard in that statement was sucking <laughs> dick. I said many other things. <laughs> that is not so qualifier. <laughs> for somebody being your man. <laughs> but you know what, like, Janae, and I think we kind of know this, and I say this with the most loving respect for myself, I could be so, kind of slow sometimes. And I didn't, like, I for example, huh? So I agree. Yeah, I could be kind of slow. So, like, you could be doing all the right things, but unless, I'm the kind of person, unless you verbally state it, like, yo, you are my girlfriend, I'm going to think otherwise because... I just feel like, I don't know, you could be dating other people. And I didn't realize I was in a relationship once that, well, I guess pseudo relationship where he was doing all the right things and I didn't realize, oh, he wanted to be my man, but he didn't say it. So I was confused. And you know what? I feel I share your pain because that was the mistake that I was making. And I'm happy that, you know, babe was able to check me because I feel like, you know, he was slowly showing me like that, hey, I'm your man or that's who I'm trying to be. And if I didn't catch on, I would have slowly been single. So, <laughs> yo, I'm so done. I guess I've. That's why I'm slowly single now during this dumbass quarantine. <laughs> I mean, I, I keep seeing. I know I keep talking about TikTok, but I keep seeing all these couples do these like recreating the Titanic TikTok, and like I wish I had a man to be like Jack, Jack. See, I'm on my Beyonce flow. I'm trying to remain private with my relationship. So we're not doing okay, no Okay, okay, okay. I mean, that's a good thing, a good point that you bring up because not that I'm like planning for a relationship, but after we get released, I will be finding my husband. But one thing that I that I ask myself is like, when I get a man, am I going to be putting him on my Instagram and shit like that? Because I've gone so long without putting, I've dated people and I've been in a relationship, but I never put them on the internet. So I think at this point, I'm about to be 30, like, 
Do you think you should be putting your relationship on display like that? Um, I think I would tastefully put my relationship on display when I feel like, a like hand? it. Like a Yeah. You know, an earlobe <laughs> or <laughs> Yo, <this bitch. laughs> a pinky or something. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not putting his face out there. And I think that you could also put your relationship on display with just like words or songs. So if I just post a song like Moo or I'm so happy Bay did this or whatever the case may be, like y'all know I got a man. Y'all don't need to know who he is. Y'all don't need to follow him on IG and all that tagging stuff. Like you don't need to do all that. Right. And I know that we don't care what other people think, but you know, there are some people that, that would say like, oh, if you don't put him up, like it's not like a quote unquote real relationship. What and I think those are the people that are getting are, cheated on as a single. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for your opinion. <laughs> okay. Well, you said what you said. And we heard, and we heard you. <laughs> the only way I'm tagging somebody is if I'm tagging that ring from the proposal. Okay. Oh, so you have you have your content strategy plans. You already know, girl. All right. Well, I'm happy to hear that you're in a positive. And, you know... I feel like you're in a really healthy um, relationship right now. Like the way that you talk about him, um, you've been spending a lot of time with him. I'm really happy for you, bitch. Thank you. My coworker told me it was going to fail. That it was going to fail? Yeah. Why would he he or she say that? That's what I was saying. So yeah, so he like, oh, is Michael crazy? I'm like, nah, he he's not crazy. At least I don't think so. And so he was like, oh, so then... It's not going to last. Like, he's not for you. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Like, he was like, because you only like crazy people. That's true, Janae. Ivy, the moral of this story is that he's trying to say I'm attracted to crazy. So maybe this guy's crazy and it just not has, has not been revealed to me yet. I think the, you know, I was funny because I was thinking about the word crazy because people call me crazy all the time. And I think that we should rebrand that word. And I think maybe unstable for you or toxic. <laughs> like, it's maybe a better word. I think you're right. Like, yeah. yeah, I like to say that some of the people that I dated in the past are unstable and toxic because I'm crazy. But you got to, when you say that, the thing the thing that bothers me about saying that is that you don't take ownership. I'm not saying you, but when you call somebody else crazy, you're not taking ownership for, for the role that you played in that. So that's what really bothers me about that word. Because like, you don't just be crazy. Like, I don't just be crazy. You did something. To make me fucking crazy. Either it was lack of communication, it was whatever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Oh, this you feel very feels very triggering right now. You feel I feel a t- I'm a little attacked because I just feel like a lot of my exes or some people that I've dated will be like, I was crazy. It's like I wasn't crazy, I was passionate. Oh, okay. Um anyway. So that must that might be a personal thing. <laughs> because I think that <laughs> you call me crazy, I'm like, yeah, bitch, and this is why. So I always take That's ownership true. for my my craziness. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I was crazy. And let me tell you why. Let me give you the breakdown. Let me give you this recap real quick. Um, I guess you're right. Maybe I just, I be, I'm a perfectionist. So I try to tell like the most perfect story. So I guess like when somebody says I was crazy, because the thing about crazy, there's no range in crazy. Like crazy for me is like, I write really long paragraphs and you could tell from my emails. Like I just, I think I'm writing a blog post all the time, but so I think there's no level to crazy. So when somebody uses the word crazy, it just lumps all these actions into one but it's like I wasn't at somebody's door knocking on the door. You know what I'm saying? Like I know bitches that will do that. Like go to you somebody's know house. It is. It's levels to crazy. So I just feel like for me, I I see the word crazy as such a triggering. And like I feel like when I hear crazy, I hear like that bitch got problems. 
Versus like, oh, she was crazy. Like she sent a few, <laughs> a few, a few long-winded texts. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think you sound crazy as hell right now. And <laughs> whatever. I don't I don't give a fuck. Anyways, so um, I was thinking about the guy. So I've been kind of talking to this guy during quarantine. It's not like we're in a relationship or anything, but before we were all trapped in our houses, I we had link, we had matched on hinge. So we've been like having conversations here and there. At the beginning of the quarantine, it wasn't working out so well because like it got a little bit sexually tense and then he FaceTimed me with his dick and it was like a little bit like a lot. Whoa. <laughs> that was aggressive. It was a lot. But to be fair, like I did send him like a, a, a some cleavage. It wasn't like all my boobs. But anyway. So what were you expecting? You were expecting for him to send you a message back with his chest? Like he's a dude. <laughs> I think you need to manage. I don't know. Maybe we need to normalize sending male nipples. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is the fact that he's a complete stranger. So I'm like, for me, I, he's, how do you know if somebody you're dating is something, someone safe to date? Well, girl, you know, I'm crazy. Um, or like, I, I like to call myself a private investigator and I have a white pages membership. So if you oh, need bitch. If you need me to run a background check on this young fellow, send me the information. But anyways, have you been um, catching up with like the, how, what have you been doing like for entertainment besides a relationship? Because we know that you're happy there, but like, have you been entertaining yourself with other things? Yes. My favorite show is back on the air, Insecure. So okay. I'm happy about Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> we really got to do some real drop. <laughs> We need, we need some kind of editing. I, clearly, we need some drops. But um, I think, yeah, like, I'm so happy to see Insecure back. Um, every season I get antsy because I'm like, dang, is Issa going to maintain the dopeness? Like, is she going to keep me hooked? Yeah. And I don't – she fucking TSA Bay. That, that's different. I like – I thought it was great. I was so happy to see one of my colleagues' ass on the show. Now I know what his whole back looks like. <laughs> like the whole thing and he fucked her not only did he fuck her day one he fucked her day two too so he's been on yes. the show he, he got hours he got hours he got lines that's a good place to be it definitely is and you know what i'm not feeling condoleezza rice Con why you don't like her i like her condoleezza rice or whatever her name is condola Con whatever so condoleezza she was not even she was hesitant about lauren's but then after that situation with Issa, then she going to go back to him and give him, I'm better than your ex pussy. Why would she do I that? mean, bitch. That was mad strategic. But the thing is that, all right, Janae, the thing is that every, we're a little, all bitches is a little catty. And it's like, you got to sometimes remind somebody who they fucking with. But I'm going to tell, I'm I'm gonna tell you one thing. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't matter how quote unquote good you think your pussy is. If someone loves somebody, they love them, and you cannot do anything. You cannot fuck somebody out of loving somebody else. That's one thing you cannot do. I'm going back to insecure. I think that um, Molly is always sabota sabotaging a relationship, and she doesn't know what she wants. She needs to be clear and direct. She needs. She should have just told Asian Bay from Jump, like, "Yo, I don't want you to see other people. Like, I'm trying to take this relationship to the next level." Because I know they were Janae. But let's be real. Like, we we literally were just having that conversation about, like, defining their relationship. That's not an easy conversation to have with someone because then you could, you're you putting yourself at potential risk of getting yourself your feelings hurt if they don't feel the same. 
And if you feel like you asked the question a little bit wrong, like I've been in situations where I asked that first thing in the morning and it didn't go well, you know? So it's just like. <laughs> I think your timing is just maybe just a tidbit off, you know, just a little off. Yeah. It's better than what Molly doing. Okay. Yeah. But how do you feel about her as a friend? Like, do you feel like, what do you think is going on with her friendship? Like personally, I, I empathize. A lot of people are saying that Molly is that friend that doesn't want to see you win. And I think that. They're saying that, oh, now that Issa has her life together, she doesn't know how to take a back seat and kind of just let Issa be Issa. Um, what, do you th- what do you think about that? I think that Molly's, I don't think Molly's being a bad friend. I think Molly is self-absorbed and Molly's just always caught up in her own problems. And she's mm-hmm. used to Issa. I don't think she's intentionally hating on her is what I'm trying to say. She's just used to Issa being available to her, but being that Issa got all this stuff going on with the block party and, you know, her little different bays that she hooks up with. She don't really got time for the small talk. Um, and I think that Molly needs to adjust and and see that her friend is shining and is a little bit busier now and act like she knows what's going on. You, I don't know. I just feel like as a, as a friend that's trying to help her other friend that's in a low, I feel like she could be a little bit more supportive, which might be what you just said. Yeah. Thanks for paraphrasing me. So <laughs> can you just <laughs> You know, I, you know the English version, I do the Spanish version. That's what's happening, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think you have to just, like, adapt, to be honest. Like, if you value the friendship, then you're going to adapt and you're going to to what the person, how the person's moving and, and how you're moving. And I think it's always okay to, like, we're, we was talking about having relationships and being direct with the opposite sex or a partner that you're involved with, I think you should do the same thing with your friends. Like my best friend, she checks me all the time. Like, yo, Jay, you, you doing this wrong. You never pay attention to me on this. Like you don't show up at events. Like what's wrong with you? Damn bitch. I I, I got, I got checks at the beginning of 2020. Anyways, have you been have you been listening to um did you watch the last dance? Cause you know what? I don't want to keep making it seem like I'm so happy with my life. But me and the guy that I'm talking to, we watched it together, and it was so this sweet. bitch, bitch. You just um, I cannot. If you watch it, if you watching the last dance with your man, that's your man. Like that might be your husband, because you know men don't like to really share their moments with other people. This is a big deal in the relationship. Pew pew pew. And I also I. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is the essence of. Uh, rich drafts. <laughs> Wait, rich. Right, rich. None of us could say the fucking name of the podcast. You know, I can't speak English. I'd be like, rich, rich vibes. And op- everybody is like, you rub it off of me. But this is the essence of rich vibes and overdrafts podcast. You know, we don't got money to afford a sound guy right. to make these goddamn drops. But so we glory as fuck. So I got here. That's right. Glory making the drops, and it's still going to sound. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Anyway, but, um, so you watched the I last dance. Last, yeah, the last dance was very eye opening. Um, most of it I knew about the Bulls and Michael Jordan or whatever, but I one thing I did not know um, was how Scottie Pippen was the number two basketball player at the time. Yet they were paying him so little money. I don't know what it is to be in the NBA, but I know what it's like to be in like a corporate setting and try to ask to get a fucking pay raise and have this like syndrome where it's like, I don't feel like I deserve it and I'm comfortable at 100K, so I'm going to leave it there, you know? Versus be like, nah, this is a 125K job. You asking me to direct, to throw points, whatever the fuck. 
it's just not an easy conversation to have. So I, I do want to have empathy for that. Exactly. And I completely agree. And I feel like what you said, that right there is the problem. The problem is not about who helped them or whatever. The problem is that as as Black and, and, and Latino people, we have to know our worth. We have right. to research oh, pew, 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 pew. Okay. Yes. Pew, pew, pew. But it's really about that confidence because I feel like as black and Latino people, we don't feel like we have the rights to negotiate. Or to ask for my money or none of that shit. Exactly. But it's it's also sharing that information. I think like one thing that changed my life, I was um, dating this guy and he told me to ask my coworkers. He was like a director at some magazine. He's like, ask your coworker how much they're making. I'm like, that is so rude. Like, why would I ask them? But he was like, they're probably making more money than you. And you think that you're cute at 50K, but you're actually worth something more. And they're doing the same job function. So after that was in 2015, I asked my coworker. And after I found out that both her and this other guy that was doing my same job were making 10K more than me, that changed the whole game for me. I was like, oh, hell no. I was listening and I had a similar experience where I found out that um, an Asian female counterpart was making, I can't remember, it was like five or $10,000 more than me for the exact same job. Mm-hmm. And similar to what you just described, after that, I was like, oh, word. Right. Oh, word? Pew, pew, well, now, pew, I'm right. <laughs> now I'm about to act how y'all paying me, okay? Right, right. And you be, doing, you be going pew. above and beyond for your job. Right. It's like I was going above and beyond, and after that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give you 5k less energy. Right? Hello, pium. Hello. (laughs) I'm gonna give you one pium. Right. (laughs) Like, oh. Right. I'm. But I'm gonna tell you something, Janae. I'm gonna tell you something. At my last, very last job before I became a comedian, right? And I was making more. Then most of the the people at like most of the people at that not the job but like um in my in my um my job function and I was like you know what my job function is to be a senior social um strategist I'm gonna be a senior social strategist the director at the time had left but I didn't have no type of passion for becoming a director so I was giving them this is my job function and this is what you're gonna get energy and that energy got me um laid off because they felt like I wasn't passionate. <laughs> So that's that. Anyways, so speaking of 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 um, what exactly did you tell them though? Do you want to share what exactly what you said? No, that at 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 I told my boss to suck my dick. Oh, okay. I really liked my boss, and he just knew that I was really depressed during that job. I was like, I can't believe I'm gonna stare at a computer for the rest of my life. This is so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And he was just like he really loved me, and like he he was so nice because usually what they they're a little bit old fashioned, so they give you a pink slip on your desk, and they let all your wow. coworkers see it. <laughs> they let all your coworkers see it. So he was nice, That's right? He was nice, and then what they do is they usually have a security guard come escort you while you're getting everything on your desk. But he was nice enough to be like, you know what, Glory, we're gonna lay you off. You can go get your belongings and lay, and leave the building. He didn't have a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's if, hilarious. That's, that's yeah. what we classify as nice. If, if, I'm just saying, like, you you know what? I don't know how many times you cleared out your desk today, but I've cleared out my desk several times in the middle of a work day, and it's so embarrassing. 
Because people, your, your dumbass coworkers are going to be like, where are you going? Bitch, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> See, this is how unemployed people act. Why you can't have certain conversations with unemployed friends because they be wilding. Oh, you know, God. you're not working for a man for a few years and now you don't know how to act. So they're, they're saying that the quarantine is going to be over May 15th. And when, my, when I say they, is something information that you gave me a few minutes ago. <laughs> Yes, I did read that um, Governor Cuomo said that he's going to open up the outside on May 15th. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because, like, shit ain't going to be back to normal. So so let me ask you this. If you go, if they say, okay, the quarantine's over and your job is like, okay, everybody come to work, are you going to go to work? Hell no. Like, I wonder, like, I just don't trust it. I don't trust that it's safe. I'm not going to work. Fuck that. Cause you know what? I'm hesitant to ride on a train. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not riding on a train, and I'm not paying for Ubers every day. So, I, if anything, I may go to work like once a week. Mm. So I don't know. I personally, I'm not. The world's maybe open on May 15, but I'm gonna go out on my birthday on June 15. That's when I'm gonna go out into the world. I mean, I might go out to the world on May 15, but you got to think, like, even as comedians, what, what these shows going to look like? Because they're still going to be practicing social distancing. Mm-hmm. So there's still going to be a cap on the amount of people that could be in a certain spot. You got to wear a mask, like, in, in every place you go. So if you at a small venue that only holds 50 people, social distancing, that's probably like 25, 15. Everybody ain't going to show up. You're going to be telling jokes to three to five people. I didn't even think about that. You know what I realized? I'm talking like we be make, we be having 50 people at all our shows and it really be like six people in the audience anyways. So I kind of forgot about that. Um, excuse me. I do sold out shows. Thank you. No, I'm just saying like performing day to day. Like we don't, I don't always perform in front of like large audience members. It's because I've convinced myself that I do. But I forgot that sometimes the shows already be socially distant. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's funny. Now, that's a fact. But yeah, anyways, I'm t- I'm tired. I'm tired of living this way. But I understand just, people really be dying from this shit. I'm tired of cooking. I feel like I done cook like 686 times. I done wash dishes like a thousand times. But don't you feel a little bit like more responsible for yourself now? Like I remember I, before having to do this, like I really didn't really cook much at home. I just did a lot of ordering out. But now that I'm stuck in my house, like I've actually been like making cheese platters and making myself like nice little cocktail concoctions. Like you don't feel um, a little better about it? I think I've always been an adult. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think that what you're describing is called adulting. And, you know, I'm a mom, so I've been doing well. I've been cooking. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. Yeah, I haven't. This is my. Fr- I was like, you know, I'm about to season the turkey, the ground turkey, leave it in for a day, take it out tomorrow. Like, I've been treating myself to, like, adult. Ah, what do you two tell you watch? Baby girl, myself. I have instincts, okay? okay. I, used, I used to cook before. I used to be an adult, but then, like, I lost my whole routine, so I feel like I'm getting back to my routine now. I didn't even know you knew how to cook. Yeah, bitch. A lot of people don't. Well, maybe you should show these skills, and then I'm you not. Probably... I'm not. Um. Okay. I guess you don't. Why want do to I? Learn. Why do I need to put it? 
Why do I need to put on internet that I know how to cook? I feel like a lot of bitches, a lot of bitches are out here on the internet like, look at me. I know how to cook so I could get a husband after this. I thought you went to get a husband. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. I'm going to get my man the nice traditional way. I'm going to trap him. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm anyway so now that we're at the end of our episode are we gonna what's the question that we're gonna leave the audience with when outside open back up are you gonna be hype or are you gonna be afraid to be around people all right y'all that's our episode for today we'll be back next week friday make sure y'all tune in and make sure you also follow us on Instagram, Bitch Vibes and Overdrives. I know my English is bad, but yeah, I know how to spell that. Yes, get all them updates, everything that's dropping. Let's continue to go through it and glow up together. Okay. It's RVO, bitches. <laughs>